Hey guys, welcome to the Love and Cookies podcast. My name is Nick, and I'm sharing my story and encouraging you to live yours. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This episode is the never-ending story, and I'm sorry to disappoint you guys, but this is not going to be my... Uh, critique or review of the movie The Never Ending Story, but if you haven't seen it, yeah, definitely go and check it out. But um, right now, I'm recording this. It's uh, Christmas time, and I know when it comes out, it won't be Christmas time, but you know, that's how these things work. And, uh, you know, guys just been showing me some stuff, so I'm going to talk about it today. And, you know, Christmas, it's a time that we you know, remember and are thankful that Jesus came to the earth to die for our sins. We celebrate um, the fact that, you know, he came to be our savior and it's a time to reflect on what Jesus did and on all that stuff. But um, this year, God's kind of been uh, reminding me of a, a little bit different part of of the Christmas story um, that, that's equally as important, but probably not, you know, the most talked about per- part. And, and that's he's been reminding me that I'm completely unworthy of what he did. Uh, that, that I'm I'm a mess. I'm a sinner. Um, and in spite of that, you know, he still did what he did, and and I was, and I still am, just completely undeserving of that gift. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm you know maybe there's some things God's trying to work out in my life, and well, there there's definitely some things that he he's trying to work out in my life. But just you know, this Christmas season, he's just you know, I, I'm undeserving. I'm not worthy. You know, I, and. Yet he he still did this. The Bible talks about how we were still sinners, and and he died for us. And God's just been showing me that, in spite, even though in spite of you know that I, I'm unworthy, I'm undeserving, I'm a, a mess, I, I screw up uh, time and time again, week after week, day after day. That in spite of all that, he still loved me that much. That he loved me that much, and what God has been challenging me with this Christmas season is not only that, that, you know, he loved me that much, but what do I do with that? What do I do with the fact that God has loved me that much? And if God loved me when I treat him like that, then it challenges me. Like, how do I treat others? Christmas, it's supposed to be this, this time that's easy to love people. Uh, you know, everyone's supposed to be happy. It's a joyous time. Everyone's in the giving spirit, you know, all, all this stuff. It's supposed to be about joy and love and giving. Um, yet just this week, I was, I was on Facebook and I read this post about someone and they said, you know, I, I waited an hour and a half to get out of a mall parking lot. And while I was here, I watched one fist fight break out. I watched another a uh, group of people almost get in a fist fight and then i watched somebody that out of spite rear-ended another car <laughs> like what like i i've been mad i've been angry i've done some stupid things when i've been mad and angry i don't know that i've ever been at the point where i would intentionally <laughs> rear-end another car that just doesn't even process but so here they are you know it's christmas time we're all happy yay yay we're going to the mall to get gifts for others and here's a fight and here's somebody else about getting in a fight and here's a car intentionally running in to somebody else like what in the world and you know like where's where's all the love where's all the joy yeah i haven't i haven't gotten any fist fights i haven't rear-ended any other cars out of spite you know i haven't been yelling at people or snatching toys or other things from them but god's been challenging me about how i love people 
God's been challenging me with what do I do with the fact that while I was just completely undeserving and unworth it, that he loved me so much that he came to this earth. What do I do with that? How do I translate that to how I I interact with other people? And the biggest thing that God has challenged me about with is the fact that his love is never ending. You know, it's the never ending, reckless love of God. You know, uh, insert that song here in the podcast. But really, that that's the toughest part, that God's love for us is never ending. But how do I continue to love somebody that just continues to wrong me? continues to just mess up to do things to me to to not show me that love or whatever you know whatever it might how do i continue to love someone like that like that what like huh like how do i but but yet god commands us to do that you don't believe me go check out john 15 12 but just because i know that god commands me like to love other people like he loved me like that doesn't make it any easier like it, it doesn't make it any easier to follow through with that. Like I can say like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm supposed to love people like, uh, God love me. But you know, like when that car cuts me off, I immediately, I start to get mad. I, it's just that, that gut reaction. Like it doesn't make it any easier. You know, if that, if, uh, a person that's supposed to get something to me, doesn't get it to me on time or, or whatever it might be like, it's, it's, and it happens over and over and over and over and over again. Like it, it's hard to continue to be like, yeah, you know what? I love you, dude. Yep. I love you. I love you. I love you. And just this past week, Angela and I, we were reflecting about this and we were just talking about this. We have a friend that had just been a a really tough person to love at times. You know, there were times where they were amazing friend. They were extremely caring. They were extremely thoughtful. They did stuff for us. They gave us stuff. They helped us out. Um, They just like loved us. But then there are just other times where we just wanted to slam our head into a wall. Like there are times where we would literally have to have conversations with each other to decide what we were going to say back to them. And it was just so tough. It even got to the point where we considered, like, maybe we just need to just cut ties with this person. Maybe we just need to stop. We tried to love them, but like, oh my gosh, like they're just making it too hard. Like, I I don't know how I can continue to do this without just going crazy, without just going off. Like, I don't know if this is possible. And man, when we were in that moment, you know what? God was like, no, that's not what my word says. Like God just convicted us and and just challenged us. And we were just, you know, like, God, what do we do? Just love them. That was God's answer. You you just need to, you just need to love them. I I don't care what they've done. You just need to love them. But God, like, seriously, like, look at what they did. No, no, just love them. Like there was points where other people were even coming to us about what our friend had done. Nope. Just, just love them. Like, no, you don't need to just drop them off. You don't need to cut them off. Like you just need to love them. But God, like, how? And he just convicted us in that moment. He said, okay, God, like, we'll give it another shot. We're going to give this a try. And we said, all right, like, we're just going to commit to this. We're just going to commit to loving them no matter what, (laughs) you know, no matter if they they do this stupid thing again, no matter if they say this to us again, no no matter what it is, we're just going to love them. And man, since we, we made that decision, it's been crazy. I didn't even notice it was happening until... Angela and I were talking about it, but it's just been a long time since we've had any incidents, since since it's been crazy, since there's been drama, since we've had to just deal with them doing something that just like was about to push us over the edge. Like it's just been incredible just to see the transformation that's come through their life, but not just in their life, in Angela and I's as well, like Angela and mine as well. 
man, it's so cool to look back and say, man, we were at the point where we were just ready to, to cut ties with them. And you know what? We decided we weren't going to do it. We decided we were just going to love them in spite of all that. And it's just been so cool to see where the friendship has gone, where the relationship has gone, where we have gone as people. And I'm not, I'm not saying that that process was easy because uh, Lord knows that was not easy. It was super tough. And there was just times where we were sending a text message or having a conversation just saying, you know what, God, like, I'm just doing this because you command me to. I don't really have faith that anything's going to change, but you know what? I'm just, you could, you, you told me to, and so I'm just going to do it. But man, it's been powerful to see what God's been able to do through that. And I just think about that. Like God didn't run from us when we were sinners. God didn't run from me while I'm a sinner, while I still am a sinner. Not like God pursued me when I was at my lowest point, when I was just, totally turned away from God, when I was not living for him at all, he didn't just turn his back and walk away. He pursued me. He came after me. He never left me. And in spite of all that, in spite of all the crap that I did to him, in spite of all the things, in spite of all the ways that I tried to push God away, God still pursued me. And God just has convicted me. What if I treated other people like that? What if I treated other people like that? What if when people just wronged me? What if when people did things that were just messed up, man? What if I just still pursued them and loved them? Man, that's just so challenging. And I'm just going to be honest. I'm not good at it. I'm not. I'm not good at all, which is probably why God's convicting me about it. But I'm not the best at that. But how powerful of a thought is that? What would happen if we lovingly pursued the people that wronged us, what would happen? And the thing that God's just showing me is, is love is not convenient. And so many times we want it to be. We want love to just be this thing that comes easy, this thing that's, that's natural and this thing that it just goes with our flow. It, do, it doesn't inconvenience us at all. But it is. Love is very inconvenient. Now, you're not going to turn to 1 Corinthians 13 and, you know, see that love is patient, love is kind, love is inconvenient. No, that's, it's not there. But it's it's very consistent with Scripture that love is inconvenient. You can go to Philippians 2, and this is what Paul says. He says, Has this, have this mind among yourself, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. But emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. You see, there was nothing convenient about what Jesus did. There's nothing convenient. As if it wasn't enough that he gave up the form of God to become man, he then died on a cross. And this was after he was on the earth for 30-something years, subjecting himself to everything that humans go through. Like, there is nothing convenient about that. And you know what? He didn't have to inconvenience himself in that way. He didn't have to do it. Jesus didn't have to come to this earth for us. He didn't have to die for our sins. But he did because he loved us. He completely inconvenienced himself because he loves us. And so the inconvenient thing about love and the thing that God's just been challenging me is that the moments that I least want to love somebody are the moments that I most need to. The moments that I just really don't want to love somebody, whether it's, you know, I'm busy or I've had a long day 
or I'm just frustrated with them, whatever it might be. Those are the moments that I need to love other people the most. Jesus says this in John chapter 13, verse 34. He says, a new commandment I give you that you love one another just as I loved you. You know, we often talk about love is selfless and it's just thinking of others as more than yourself. Like, yeah, that's true. But like, it's so much more than just being selfless. Like, it's not just putting them above you. It's it's thinking of you as nothing compared to that other person. You know, that's what what Jesus did. You know, it said that he, he gave up everything that he didn't think equality of God was anything compared to the love he had for us. It's not an easy task. Like I said, I, I'm I'm not good at this. I, I'm not great at it. I think we've all received the phone call from that person that we knew was just getting ready to unload on us, and you know we didn't want to deal with it. The, the, the phone number pops up, their name pops up on your phone. You're just like, oh Lord, like what what are they going through today? We've all seen the person that that ranted on Facebook. We've all had the friend that just asked us to do a huge favor at the absolute worst time. We've all had a person that wronged us so bad that we're like, man, I'm glad that bridge is burnt. Like, I'm glad they just burnt that thing to the ground because I never want to cross back over it again. We've all been there. And it's not easy to love in those moments. But God has just been convicting me. Those are the moments that I need you the most. Not because they deserve it. Not because they're worthy. Not because they have earned my love. But because I am completely undeserving. I am completely unworthy. I have not earned God's love, and yet he still loves me. And if he loves me when I'm completely undeserving, when I haven't earned it, when I don't deserve it, then I've got to show that same love for the other people when they don't earn it, when they don't deserve it, when it's inconvenient. I've got to love those people. And so, man, just God has been just challenging me with that. And like I said, I'm not good, um, but I'm just going to keep walking on this journey because as I've stepped out, as I've pushed myself to do that, the things that God has done in my life and the thing that God has done in other people's life has just been so powerful to see. And I just want to see more of that. So I'm just going to continue to push myself, even when it's not easy, to just love other people no matter what. Thank you guys for listening to the Love and Cookies podcast. You know, there's not much better than a fresh baked cookie. So go ahead and subscribe so that you can get new episodes straight out of the oven. And don't be selfish. Share them with your friends. Again, thanks for listening. Until next time.